coat. Brandon just started watching The Devil Wears Prada. We both use our mom's Netflix, and he watches the movies in pieces whenever he's getting writer's block. Steak! Where's my steak? He's a big Meryl Streep fan, so I shouldn't be surprised that he's identified with her character. Give me Armani. A suit? On the phone. Like, the company number, because I'm going to have to call information. Where's Armani? He's on the phone. Too slow. Not going to go to Paris. I am so much better than you. I uh, I owe you an apology. You finished the movie. Yeah, it was awesome. Big surprise ending. I don't want to ruin it for you. No, go ahead. Meryl Streep is a bad guy. Never see it coming. Anyway, if I was mean to you in any way, I am sorry. I just want what's best for you, Manushka. Manushka. Makushla, he's watching Million Dollar Baby. He's going to try and kill me. greatest hits i listened to like three or four of the songs before i changed it like i i like it got a little bit too much but it was still really good well here's uh, i haven't listened to a lot of a lot of artists recently because i don't i don't i don't listen to music as much as i used to partly because the service at work has been trash shit complete another shit galactic or paul revere paul revere's good Another dimension, 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 another dimension. I would love to see a very good uh, Beastie Boys um, cover band. I'm sure there's some out there. <clears throat> what would you put UGK? UGK? Bun B and Pimp C? I don't know. I've been listening to music in a long time. Yeah. I think when you Same talk like about... Big Pun or like... I think uh, you talk about UGK and Public Enemy and uh, Outkast. They're duos. You're talking about them in duos a lot. And we're talking about individual rappers. Maybe and that's why I think if you're taking like all those individual rappers, you have to say... Uh, <laughs> you have to say um, uh, Out, Andre 3000. Out of all of them. Like, like Big Boy is good. But lyrically, three stacks if you're going to take all thing. those duos and you're going to pick one as far as as stand well, out, the same, the same with the Wu Tang, I would say like RZA probably stand out himself. Yeah, I can say that. Yeah. I would have to put down well, like Red Red Man, Method Man, um, uh, freaking Jizza, Ghost.
Ghostface Killer, like they did all, they all did their own thing. But like, I think RZA. So what about like? Stood out. So you're thinking about the like the Fugees, right? Mm-hmm. Lauren, would you take Lauren Hill or would you take um, Wyclef? Tell the truth, I, I, I wanted to hang out with Wyclef more than I want to hang out with Puff. <sighs> how, how, can, how you gonna do me like that? How you gonna do me like that? <laughs> Lauren Hill. I mean, I think if you're talking about her like, voice is just. Well, if you're talking about rap. You're gonna go Wycliffe, yes, because it's writing. We're talking but about if you're top, talking about like top music and top talent, most influential rappers. You gotta go Wycliffe. Um, I mean, if you're going over, talent, over, you're over going Lauren Hill, if you're going talking about talent, straight up, her voice is just incredible. Killing me softly with this song. Watch out, some coops, some coops are only. Watch out, dancing only. About that thing, that thing, thing, that thing, that thing. And then you can go into like Pharrell Williams and his, but he's not, I wouldn't say for rap though, like he's just for music. Yeah. So where do you go from there? Dre, if he's more of a producer. So I would have to put down, like if I were to put down my top 10, like if someone from another planet, Came, came and, like, and asked what I would have to write down a lot of names and then whittle it down. Yeah. And I don't think to go back to the beginning of the argument, SPMs in that top 10 are anywhere close to it. I think so. Especially the, with the Hispanic community, Hispanic rap, rap community. He's huge and huge, huge as far as uh, as uh, influential Mexican American community. I can see that. Yeah. Like the Mexican Hispanic community. He's huge like one yeah. of the most influential rappers in but, that culture and but like for me again, you can't you can't take that away no you can't and i guess like i said he's a legend right but that's why that's why and he i fall. put him almost in the same category as e40 i do yeah. where they're legendary i i appreciate the their music yeah. like I, if i'm gonna in, introduce somebody to 10 different uh artists in the hip-hop community would not be in that list. I, w- I would put I would put him on that list. I'd put him on that list. Uh, I would put I would definitely put Ice Cube. I'd put definitely put Eminem. I would definitely put RZA. I would definitely put um, shit. But where would you put Cuddy? Cuddy. I would put Cuddy. I love Kid Cuddy whenever put, he wants to I'd be lyrical. Kendrick. Cuddy. Kendrick. Nobody touches Kendrick. Like, and if somebody he, wants to like he break might be my, down, he might be like my my number one pick. The basis of like yeah. how he handles his bars and his flow and how he yes. switches it is. Yeah, it's in, even it's the insane. songs that I don't resonate with, yeah. I'm like, how much talent? Same thing with Cuddy though. Well, same even exact thing. How much talent? Because Cuddy does yeah. all the lyrics, all the beats, does everything. Doesn't Kendrick do the same but, shit? But even great rappers, makes the beats, but even I, I great know. rappers talk about Kendrick and they're like, Fuck, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know, um, Kanye. But, you have to put Kanye. In you there. have to put Kanye. It's been like graduation day, freaking. I mean, that uh, trilogy. College dropout, late registration, uh, dude. I mean, even, my beautiful even, dark twist of fantasy. Yes, my beautiful dark fantasy. Dude, they're amazing, amazing, Nas- amazing. Nasir, Muhammad, uh, Jay Z. Well, it's like, but like, so then you get like people like uh, Lil Wayne. He had Carter Three. Well, Lil Wayne changed changed music from like what was it, 07 well, to twenty ten. I was like between between Kanye, Lil Wayne, T Pain, and then Drake came in and and, and, and then Drake, and then it just that era, dude. And it was, J Cole it came was in just, a little later. He was a little later, yeah. yeah. Wale's in there, but Wale's had not an interesting there. career, man. He's uh, he was like a he didn't he play basketball for college, uh, yeah. stopped playing, 
he's got injured, started rapping, and now he's playing a, like uh, in the Europe European M- or uh, professional. He was plays. He's really good. He's a really good ball player. Yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah. I was like, people are, like talking trash because he's older. And I'm like, dude, he's keeping up with these young kids. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. he's still dropping dimes in front of these fools. Like, yes, he's not NBA caliber, dude. He's what he's in his like almost forties. Well, he's not NBA caliber. Caliber. <laughs> he's not NBA caliber. If I can talk, yeah. but he will roll up to your YMCA. And, and fuck you up. And <laughs> bomb on all of he'll you. He'll make he'll bear you in front of your friends. Like you could be like seven two. I'm sure he'll still crash you up. <laughs> um well that's like uh the professor. Do you ever watch him on, on Facebook? Uh, I don't and, watch him on he, Facebook. Him and, him and one of, I can't remember his buddy's name. Um he's a really good baller too. But they'll they'll challenge dudes to to street uh, to street ball, like they'll just show up yeah. at a court. Like you think playing. you think you you're that and good? We're gonna find out. He's like five eight or five mm-hmm. ten or something oh, yeah. like that. White yeah. dude, yep. balls. Dude's hilarious. Yep. He pulling it, and then, then his homie's only not much taller. He's like six three, mm-hmm. six three black dude. Like not even super well built, you know. But no, they talented. I mean, he's but, still fit, but but people don't understand. Like they're not just talented, but they like dedicate. He's smart. A lot of their time. They call him professor because he's he's it. constantly ca- calculating. Yeah, like, but they also dedicate like the majority of their life and their time to, to that, that specifically. Yeah. If you're not putting in that same type of energy, yeah, then and and I think that's what that's what's setting us back right now with like this podcast is like we can't dedicate that time that we need to to it yeah and we dedicate a lot of time that we can we can dedicate all the kind of time that we can that's the sad yeah. part you but know what's a that's uh, the goal right that's the goal you know what i heard um today going back to our <sighs> conversation before we even before this yeah um the you're talking about spm's brother did you know that story about dane cook and his brother yeah his, his brother stole money from him yeah he's like his half brother and he's like not so no, it's yeah, it's his half brother. Um, they share the same dad, and, and um, he, no different different dad, different dad, same mom. Yeah, yep. Um, and he has so, impact disorder. So he he he's a complete sociopath too. Yeah, like, he has complete yeah, his impact disorder. He doesn't he doesn't understand. Oh, I was like, I thought it was complete disorder, dissociative uh, borderline disorder. No, I was I just listened to it today. That's why I know. Oh, is yeah. it the uh, uh, Joe Rogan? No, your mom's house. Oh, your mom's house. That's yeah. what he went on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I listened to it like a long time ago. It's, it's been a while. Yeah, I, I never heard of it, and it popped up somewhere. You listen to your mom's house? No, I don't listen to my. I don't. I I would love to. Would you listen to that episode? I listened to that part of that episode. Oh, okay, okay. I would love to because I love Tom Segura, right? Dude, their they're show very funny. is wild. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they're, they're very <laughs> talented. They're very funny. It's like Joe Rogan. I just don't, yeah. I don't, I have all the podcasts I feel into. It's hard for me to fit another show into. Yeah, no, and that's so. it. But I mean, like their show, I've only listened to probably like 20 or 30 episodes over the course of like three or four years. Yeah. Um, it's like even Kreisner, the, the Koi Pond, and then what's Kreisner's? The, the, uh, the Burtcast. Uh, Burtcast, yeah. Yeah, so the same thing. And I like I haven't listened to Burt and Bill. Like I would, but I just I just haven't. Like there's there's a lot of podcasts. Like Two Bears, One Cave, I was up to date with them up to like episode 30 something and then I just fell off. There's just too many. Yeah. It's too much content. I know. It's and then I, I listened to all Especially Bad for the Magic, people that are listening to this they're, one. They're, should stay listening to this one. I listen to every episode. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's every two weeks. Come Me on. Too. Come on. And time suck. I listen to every episode. I'm all caught up. Yeah, this show and Time Suck are the two I stay religious to. Yeah, I this show Time Suck it, it all the bad magic non. Uh, uh, I I I'm a Patreon, I Patreon subscriber to Time Suck. I know, and I, but I don't even I don't listen, but I just pay five dollars a month for you know because I want to support Dan. That's really what it is. But how wild! Like he trusts his brother. He pulled him out of a job that he didn't like. Yeah. Gave him an opportunity to be his business manager. Yes. Put a lot of work, made a lot of money, yep. and his brother still was like... Took all his money. And he said he loved him. He was like his first best friend. Yeah. Like, the, he was... Because Dane, Dane, people don't know, he's actually a very shy person. 
Like he's yeah. not a, he didn't really go partying afterwards. <laughs> like he wasn't like super into the scene and like chopped it up with everybody. He was like, he went, he was like, it was a business. It was like, he went up, he did a set, he went home. Like that's how it was. And his brother was the one and like, he didn't like handling the, it gave him anxiety. So his brother handled the money. And like, I guess, so what he was saying, if I remember correctly, um, when Dane wasn't around, they would have like nice watches and super nice cars and the house is all nice. But when Dane would come over, they'd hide all the nice stuff that they were using from Dane's money. They, they did that. And they also squirreled a lot of the money. So it wasn't yes. even like they were spending it all. Like they weren't, they were, they were living nice. They were they were spending some of it for sure, but a large chunk of it was like they put it in stocks where you couldn't get it, or they like hit it, like they hit a hundred eight hundred thousand dollars just again in a in a wall, and then they were putting them in like various accounts. So that's why it took him so long to to recoup a lot of that money too. Was that yeah. they one they found on the wall, but he couldn't get it back. Then he had to pay the IRS because he wasn't paying Dane's taxes like he said he was doing. Yeah. Uh, but then after his brother was sentenced, then he started to get that money back. You know, what was was really smart of Dane, and this is um I know. Uh, other artists that do this don't trust your brother got it yeah don't trust your brother don't 100%. go in business with your brother totally no. totally when, got when he that started checked. getting that money and like <laughs> when he started getting that money and then like the the stocks were starting to use it to get that money back and all the eight hundred thousand, he didn't take that money and then sit on it sit on it or spend it he took that money and then rented out arena so he didn't have to pay for another manager or he didn't have to pay for the publicity or he didn't have to pay it for so everything that he made off of sales he got to keep yeah, you know who who does that as well is uh, Floyd Mayweather. He fronts all his fights so that at the end of it, his when, purse. When your when your name is Money Mayweather, you, you, I'm sure you can buy. Anything you make money you want. moves. You make money moves. <laughs> yeah, you make, make no, but from the beginning, moves. he didn't. He refused to get with these other promoters that were just they were taking his money to promote it. Then he'd have to share his money with them. He said no. Once he started making money, he's like, I'm paying for everything. I'll pay for the promotions. I'll done. pay for everything. so whenever that check comes at the end of the fight, it's all mine. Yeah. I get to keep it all. Yeah, I just pay my people. Like actually, yep. my people, not the and, people. And that I are just, and I get some of these people yeah. aren't in a in a place to do so. Yeah. But that's kind of a smart move, especially with so many people if being you so have shady. The means do it. Yeah. yeah. No, and and that's it. And like that's shitty that you can't even trust your own brother. And like he was saying, like even in the in the court, his brother didn't seem remorseful at all, and like was talking like he was entitled to it. Yeah, they, they seem to, and that's what the judge told him too. Was like he, he's entitled because he has him, but he doesn't. He's a sociopath. Yeah, he's a complete sociopath. He is. He's a complete dissociative. Like he doesn't. He doesn't have that part of your brain that tells you maybe what I'm doing is wrong. Or the, how know? is this going to impact my brother? Yeah, that I'm taking his money and not paying his taxes. I'm just thinking literally about myself. Like it was going to come crashing down eventually. Like you had to know it was going to. Yeah, come it's a bubble. Down. It's just like it's just like the stock market. It's a giant yeah. bubble. It's gonna pop. Yep. It's just going to pop. If you're not doing the right things, it's going to bite you in the ass yeah. every time. You can deflate some of the air every once in a while, but that balloon's just going to get bigger. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyways, I'm sure we've been recording for a while now. No, not, not any more long. And not any longer than any more longer. Fuck you, idiot. Any longer than. <laughs> <laughs> so we start talking about the, the, the top 10 rappers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, not all the whole thing oh, towards okay. the end of it. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it was right whenever you started playing Intergalactic. Intergalactic, um, planetary, planetary, um, intergalactic. So they miss SPM. They miss mostly SPM for for their benefit. That was a banger song. Tell me it wasn't a banger. You didn't even listen. You listened to a third of it. It was very good. I, uh, it's one of his better songs. It's, which is exactly why I said he's a legend. I, get I it. think it's good. I think it's very good. It's a freaking jam, especially when you're cruising down the street with your homies. You know, you can go grab the some Heine? 40s. 
When you're cruising with the hyena? You're cruising with the hyena. You're going to go get some 40s. You head back to the place with some wraps. <laughs> what was the last time you went cruising for some 40s? Long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> I think almost like eight years or something like that. Seven years. It's, it's yeah. For me too. Like before my before my oldest was born. I, I don't remember the last 40 I had. It's been it's been that long. I No, I had a 40 recent, like in the last two years. I, I now I have. I haven't like. I now have a house. Cruising house. for some 40s. Grab some wraps. Went back to the place. You know what I mean? I now have a house with, with glasses that I free. Yeah, and I pour my own beer into them, and I get to sit back and relax and enjoy. I, them. I have beers that I put in my cupboard to be warm, and I have beers that I put in my fridge to be cold. <laughs> Adults, Ad- adulting, adulting. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Beer is so much better that it's not in a forty ounce uh, container. You know. Yep. I do Cannons remember getting a plancha. You know, Alexis told me specifically <laughs> to give you a hard time and to make sure that plancha is- knows he's a plancha. He's talking about you. <laughs> yeah. And then I told her, her that you're probably going to press that Brandon's a plunge at your voice 30 times. Brandon's a plunge. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, shifting you know before we. Did? You know what she did whenever I said that? Hmm. She said, <laughs> <laughs> Alexis. Uh-huh. All right. It's before, okay. So shifting. Shifting gears. Before we get into what you the episode's watched, about. You haven't watched Visions, have you? No, I haven't. I haven't watched Visions. Watch Visions. Even if it's um, the first episode. No, I know. I, I want to. It's on my list. I've been working this week when it yeah. came out. So uh, I haven't. Uh, what if? Do you have you caught up? I'm caught up. Of course I'm caught up. That was a fun episode. What about Killmonger one? Because we didn't talk about that one yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one too. Week. Of course. Uh, I, I thought people, it was interesting. People love that episode. I think it was interesting. It I don't know if it was my favorite episode, but it is, it's very interesting. It just shows you how like how badass Killmonger is again. Which he's just kind of a badass. He, he, I mean, he is. He's super manipulative, smart, tactful. Um, are you? Are you surprised he got one over on Tony Stark so easily, though? Um, that's one of my bugaboos about the episode. So it's like, no, because he kind of didn't. Um, he he was starting to get it over. Is because Tony? I can see it because Tony is such a narcissist. Uh, and he what? saved his life, so he kind of blinded himself to a little bit. But then he got back on track. But then by then it was too late. Well, and I will say, I will say. So this. the way they did it, yes. And I will say this: the what happens to Tony in the Ten Rings when he builds his first Iron Man suit, and then what happens? Oh my all God. the things that helped evolve yeah. Tony Stark to be a more uh, aware and grounded person hadn't happened. Yeah. So, so I guess for him to be as naive as he was at the time. Even being so intelligent, um, yeah, because he didn't have the things, well, he, the life experiences that. Well, that's that's part of it. Is he didn't so he was naive. Like that was that was part of his character pre-attack. Like that was the whole point. Is that he was a very smart, uh, uh, very capable. Okay, Brian. It's one thing to insinuate that. Um, oh, insinuate. <laughs> that that's I hired, a good word. That I hired a. <laughs> it's another in, entirely to assume that I'm a superhero, which is. Uh, uh, crazy and fantastic yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and then and then uh the the thor one was such a fun was it such a fun episode party thor yeah party thor was was a fun episode loki brother from another mother (laughs) which i love that like loki and him are like super tight and they have a good relationship but then like loki's still shitty at the end (laughs) what did you think of the ending of that one um well um, I, I really don't think about it too much because I don't know exactly where they're taking it. Do so you, Do you know who that is? I, I don't remember. I actually I don't remember the very last part. I, I remember reading about it and I was like, what, what happened? It, remember, the, the, it's all fun and games. Um, 
uh, Watu, the Watcher. Yeah, right? the Watcher. He, he's like, oh, it's a happy ending. And then what? He's even surprised. It's Ultron Vision. It's Vision. Oh, and he Ultron shows is up. able yes. to actually instead of them uh, taking over and putting, um, what's his name, um, the Vision, Vision individual. What's the what's Mind his Stone? no? What is uh, Tony Stark's assistant's name? Jarvis. Jarvis. Instead yeah. of putting Jarvis into Vision, Ultron actually gets to put himself into Vision, and he's also has all the Infinity Stones. So. But which is interesting yeah. though too though is that zombie Thanos also has the Infinity Stones. Yes. And with two episodes left, there's no way they don't revisit both of them. Do they intermingle? Can well, they travel through timelines? I don't know. And then there's also um uh the way which episode was it ends? Um and then the way the Killmonger episode ends. It's like there's still gonna be war, like yeah. we gotta show them because uh Shiri and Pepper Potts both know what's going on. Yeah, I think these, these nobody else does. These timelines have to start. Like, does it want to bring them together, or do they? I just hope they leave them off. I hope they leave them just like cliffhanger. Well, a lot of people. Well, they, and they might. I hope so. But they're supposed to, uh, to attach to the MCU eventually. Well, I um, yeah, maybe down the line. I think I, I should leave. The, I I think it'd be cool to leave them open hanging right here, and then uh, down the line because I think Tony Stark has to die no matter what. I think uh, that they, they with uh, uh, what's her name dying. It's in, one of those um, Nexus events. It's uh, it's uh, the absolute points. Yeah, absolute points. I think Tony's die- death is an absolute point. He has to die somewhere between uh, whenever the the he gets attacked in 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 Afghanistan to whenever he snaps his finger. Anywhere in there, he has to die. I think it's a Nexus or it's a it's an absolute point. Yeah. Um. So I I think no matter what, no matter what, we will not see Tony Stark again. I, I think in every universe he dies. And I, I think so too. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do with uh, Captain America because it almost feels that way too. Yeah. But then they have, I don't know. It's gonna Cap- be Captain America. They can bring back. I don't think he's an absolute point. Well, two episodes left. We're gonna find out. Yeah, because he. Uh, the only reason I say that is because he hasn't actually died. Um, he dies an old man, but that's a natural that's death. That's true. Yeah. He he chooses to go back in time, not uh, yeah. you know, reality forcing itself on him. Yeah. Like with Tony Stark, that's whenever like you go back to the Infinity uh, Infinity War. Okay, uh, uh, Doctor Strange sees fourteen thousand three hundred and one, and only one of them. Results. And only one yeah. of them resu- results in it. It has, to and be it's that because way. it's a it's an absolute point. Tony has to die. I think they win in other versions, um, but it's a it's everything's destroyed. Everything is destroyed. Um, yeah, well, because he could have been seen like um, the Watcher does, right? Yeah. Like Doctor Strange doesn't do in the what if, where he doesn't just see... Because Marvel well, has, it's, has it's made actually, a point of showing you that there's not just a a resolution. There's always going to be uh, there's some reverb off the end of it. eventualities. Yes. There's some places where... like um, so It doesn't just stop. The world just doesn't stop and, and live happily. No, there's... Well, Doctor Strange, uh, I think he does show it because I think he did what he did with with his little med- meditation. He did the same thing. He lived all of those like he did with Christine dying over and over and over again. Yeah. He re- he relived those moments over and over. Well, and that's over what I'm saying. Again. He did the 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 Dark Doctor Strange yeah. in that one. He only thought about that absolute point. He didn't think beyond. Yes. Where whenever he was clear of head. Yes. It later. Right, because he was more evolved at that point. He wasn't just starting out as a uh, a sorcerer. Right, he wasn't the sorcerer supreme just yet. Anyways, yeah. 
but he, whenever he was Sorcerer Supreme with Tony, he thought about not only that point, but the point beyond it, yep. where the dark, he the was, dark, he was Doctor Strange only thought Sorcerer of that absolute Supreme. point. That was it. Yes. And the yeah. dark, act, uh, dark, he was just powerful. He wasn't as smart. Well, he was just so consumed. And he was so consumed. Yeah. And it was like, say, fix this for me. And, and, and he, the Watcher actually like reveals himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's well, he's like, revealed himself more and more and more as his episodes go on. So he's going to have to intervene. S- yeah, sort of. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, th- I don't think he'll intervene until like the end of this saga, like this, the whole stretch. He won't. He won't intervene. The Watcher will not intervene until the very last moment, if he's going to. I don't think there's gonna. We're gonna see him in the middle of an episode, or in the middle of a movie, or in the middle of any any of these phases. He, it's gonna happen at the end, like the, whenever there is nothing else. There's absolutely no other choice. That's the only time that he'll intervene. Well, he's gonna. He and I, I don't think they're gonna just like throw him in the middle of the next episode. I mean, they might because it's Marvel. They'll yeah. just say like, ah. Yeah, just can throw guess me this. Out. Well, they're yeah. gonna hear this podcast and they'll be like, "Fuck you, Brandon." Yeah. <laughs> but I think yeah, that that's the more likely rewrites. <laughs> that's the more likely point is this next episode. Yeah, you're gonna start to see maybe some connections, and it's gonna start to dive a little bit more into the chaos of it. Yeah, not just like fun. Oh, this story happened in this universe. Oh, this story happened in this universe. Then yeah. the end is crazy. I think it's gonna start chaotic, and it's gonna show you even more chaos. Mm. And then the last episode, the the chaos, and he might maybe the middle or middle end of the last episode. If yeah. he does, if he does intervene, it'll be then. Yeah, um, I think that's. Uh, I think that that might be that might not be the worst the worst assessment, but I, I think it's not as good well, as the other sh- assessments. The show is about him. Yeah, the watch. The well, it's, it's well, it, it's it, his it show. It it's is his show. show, but it doesn't mean he's going to intervene. Well, it could because I mean he's gotten closer. He's, and closer he's our and narrator. Closer. He's our narrator. Nah, he's never been as close as he was with 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 Doctor Strange because he knew that Doctor Strange was it was well, over. Well, no, that that Doctor Strange point he he came out, but for um, for like the, even up to that point though he was kind of faded, faded, faded. And at the last few episodes, when they show him in the background, he's like you can see him, yeah, and it's clearly him, and he's becoming more and more prevalent. Yeah, uh, how much can he intervene though? But. Well, he, he, choose, he chooses not to. He might be the most powerful being but in if the these universe. But if these timelines start to merge into just more yeah. and more chaos, he may have to. Yeah. Well, I, I think the only person that may be as powerful as him is like uh, Galactus. Somebody like him. Like just, just ridiculous. Maybe Wanda is on that list. It's a very short list um, that, that are as powerful as him. But what makes the Watcher the most powerful is because he's lived the longest, and and that's why Gal- uh, Galactus would be on that list is because or is close to him on that list is because he's lived a long time. The guys have lived eons. You also um, have the, um, the Watchers being there beginning of time. Though. You also have the what what are they called the Eternals. Not the Eternals. The Ego was one of them. They're the Celestials. Celestials. Yeah. Yeah. Celestial. Uh, it, well, I mean, I don't think Ego was as powerful because he was one planet. Um, well, where he, the could Watcher, have, he could have been. He... If he wasn't so obsessed with trying to find his seed. He was so obsessed with, yeah, with what he was doing instead of being... Uh, celestial, and if, yeah, <laughs> and then so um, I mean, there has to be other celestials on that on that list for sure. Um, but uh, I I do think that he, uh, the Watcher may be the most powerful being in there. I mean, I don't even think Black Bolt can touch him. Um, It'd be interesting, yeah. It'd be interesting. So that's our Marvel minute, though. Um, uh, let's get into what are we talking about in this episode? Ted Lasso. I want to talk about it real quick. It was a weird episode. I liked it. It was like an art piece. It was a weird episode. It was a very weird episode. I have to. I'm gonna have to rewatch it to see how much I like it. I would rewatch it because I, I would revisit it if you feel that way. I didn't I dislike it. it. I I don't know if I was taken. I don't off know how I much I liked it. it. I was taken off guard when I started watching it. But I mean, we know. I, I what I like about it is that we know so little about Beard because he's just that's the person he is. 
Yeah. He's very guarded. And we get to actually see the clock turn, the, the cogs turning in his head. We actually get to kind of see the person he is and the effects that he has on Ted. And we also got to see he's going to change now. After that event, he's going, he's changed. He, he that was a transitioning for him. Well, we're going to find out the beginning tonight, to end. episode just came out. I think he's going to tell Ted off again, but in a different way. Well, I, I don't think he's going to yell at Ted like he did the, on the, in season one. I think he's going to like, look, dude. How many episodes are left? I there, think one or two. That's it. There's ten episodes a season. Or wait, hold on. How many were the first season? Thirteen? Ten? I don't. I don't know if he necessarily tells Ted off in the sense of, I'm out of here. You, no. I think he may be very, very blunt and straight with Ted and helps Ted set Ted and the right back path. on path. But that's but that's what he does in season one. But he yells at him. I don't think he's going to yell at him. Um. Yeah, so episode 11 is out is out uh here in a few hours. It's already out. I got the notification. It's it's uh October. Oh, it's already out. Yeah, episode 10. So episode 11. Um episode season 1. Yeah, it's 10. Um there's only 10 episodes in season 1. So they did I don't think how many are you going to do in season 2? It's already going to be episode 11. Uh, uh so no weddings and fun uh and a and a funeral, no wedding, no weddings, and a funeral is this episode for for today and tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and then midnight train to uh, Roystone. So I'm gonna guess episode 11 is gonna be the last one. October 8th for October 1st. No, because there's this is one on October 8th. So they're gonna run 13. Um, goodbye. Uh, no, f- damn, it's a longer season than I thought. How much is there? It's saying here all the way through. I'm sorry, 12 episodes. So it is. So there's going to be twelve episodes. episodes. Okay, so uh, twenty-two overall. I was like, "Damn, that's way more." Uh, you have you have um, no weddings and a funeral. This one, yeah, uh, written by Jane Becker. Okay, you have Midnight Train to Royston, 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 probably written by Sasha Guerin. Okay, which I've heard that name before. Mm. And then uh, the inventing the pyramid of success is the last one with Jason Sudeikis written it, writing it. Did you see the story of Brett uh, Goldstein? You know, he's just a writer, right? He was never an actor. Roy Kent? Roy. He's a writer on the show. He, well, he was, he was a writer that was helping out with the show. And he said he was writing and he was, he was thinking about it and they were doing the readings and stuff like that. Uh, whenever they were trying to think of the idea of the show and where it's going to go. And, how, and he was like, and I was thinking in my head, like, I'm Roy Kent. Like, I just feel like I'm. Yeah. So he said he made a, a he made a view a video of himself portraying Roy Kent doing some of the lines and then and sent it in. And then did and he's he put like, it like on all the monitors, like no. all throughout the thing and everybody's phone and like showed up with like the same video and all their laptops. No. And then it was just like, he's here. He's there. He's, he's every, every fucking, fucking way. way. Roy, Roy Kent. Roy Kent. No. You see where I was going with that? He, no? he didn't do that. <laughs> uh, what he did do was, um, he, he was like, I, I don't even know if they're going to take me. I just really feel, I feel like I have to take the shot one because I've never resonated with a character this way. Yeah. And uh, and he is too. And and I guess they loved it, and they were like, "Yeah, you're Roy Kent." Yeah. <laughs> Did you see uh, um, him and Zach? Zach and uh, oh God, who was the other guy in the in that uh, over at? Uh, yeah, during the Emmys or during the Emmys. Yeah. And then one um, of those overpriced, freaking convoluted award shows. I agree, but I also like to see no, I like my favorite those, actors yeah. and producers yep. getting together and looking pretty. Yep. 
I mean, my favorite ones, not all of them. Okay. So <laughs> anyways, we're half hour into this episode. So uh, this episode is about baggage. Uh, we, we have episodes. If you listen to our show for a long time, you realize that we have episodes like this every now and again where we can get carried away in the openers. That's fine. Yep. That's okay. our show. That's what That's we can okay. do. The show is about baggage. And there's not, I don't, I'm going to say there's not a lot of dearth of meat because if there was, Brandon would have stopped me in, in these um, tirades a long we, time there's, ago. There's, there's plenty of meats. I, I had to like uh, narrow it down to like one bag because we needed to touch on a few other things. And if mm. I would have done purses and luggage, and I mean, we can do the next episode, honestly, we could do a part two. Yeah, like it's but I feel like you you felt that there wasn't like a, a, an overabundance of episodes where it's gonna be long episodes, so you were like okay with us, because you would have stopped me. You'd have been like, all right. We need, I, I think this need ep- I think this episode's gonna be like an hour and a half, uh, hour and a half, hour and forty five. Oh, we're gonna find out. I, I, that, that'd be my guess. It's about baggage, and we're gonna find out how much okay. bag. Because I I, admittedly for this episode, one of the f- first episodes, if maybe not the only episode, yeah. where I did zero background research on my own end. Do you even do FTSOB? I have uh, two thirds of an FTSOB, and we'll find out if I have the third. We're just gonna do fifty-fifty, or do you have the two yeses and not a? <laughs> I have the two yeses, <laughs> so I'm gonna think of a no as we go along. <laughs> so I will think of a third as we go you along. You better make it. I hope I get it wrong. I hope I get it wrong. Yeah. Um, I hope you. I hope you. I hope you bring it. Like I hope it. Like it hits oh, you. It's so already good. been brought. No, it hasn't. No, Justin. it hasn't. I'm so <laughs> <of> it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. You guys can go ahead and get a hold of us at our email if you want at hdwghpod uh, uh, one at gmail.com. You can also go to our Instagram or our TikTok, which is how did we pod? Same thing. And Justin's a plancha. I know he's gonna press it. Brandon's a. Plancha. There you go. It took him three hours. I saw him tap it. <laughs> Tap 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 tap. I don't know uh, if he's writing a Morse code first. You can find then, us on TikTok and Instagram at How Did We Cut. I think he was trying to write Brandon's a plancha in Morse code. You can find pressed. you can find me, <laughs> Just A Reyes at Just A Reyes on Instagram, or you can go to justareyes.com to find this show and my mm-hmm. other show and the YouTube channel. Because Justin Just A Reyes Productions, um, for media. right now, and that's gonna be our blanket. Just uh, A Reyes Media. Just A Reyes Media. Sorry, mm-hmm. mm, productions a bit better. Um, uh, just because I said it right now. Um, <laughs> I'm Brandon Bro 94 on everything now. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, I'm on Discord. Um, you could find me on on shit any anywhere basically like the normal places. Brandon Bro 94, um, and that's that's gonna be the thing. I, I could I, should I announce it now or should I should I wait? I would wait a little bit okay, longer. Okay, wait a little bit longer, but we have something to announce for Brandon on Brandon's side. Yes, I got I got some big I got some big news, but um, I will hold off because everything's still kind of up in the air right now. We're gonna we're gonna wait until things are a little more concrete. Yeah, and I, maybe until I have a date. When I have a date, then that's what we'll, we'll announce. Yeah, how's that? And, and we do have a YouTube channel that I've been working. There's been a delay in the videos because I've been like editing a lot of it, which is why I didn't do any research because I've been freaking balls deep in editing. I'll give you balls. And to be deep on. And, and I'm getting better and better at the editing side. But again, you can go to justareyes.com. You can find our YouTube channel and this podcast. Uh, you can donate to our show and you can leave us voice messages on the Anchor app. Please, 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 please leave a written review. Again, if we get to a point where we have enough written reviews and we like one a lot, we will send you free merch. It will happen. We we're planning to have merch by January. So if you want some free merch, leave us a kick-ass written review. Get that merch. Brandon. What's up? Let's talk some baggage.
This episode is once again brought to you by Coop Cooper Enterprises. And those sweet, sweet nerps. These guys do 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 ride every night for Coop. These do, mics do 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 long to record for Coop again. The money's on Coop, yeah. I love you, Coop. Brandon, Oceus Outdoor once again brings this episode to us. Uh, OceusOutdoors.com is so amazing as far as waterproof blankets. Like the product itself is amazing. It's so the, great. The people that created it even better. Yes. And and, and our, our boy, uh, Yoni Filoni Stride Schreiber, as I have dubbed him, um, he was so generous enough to send us a couple blankets. You already had one, but he sent us Sherpas and both our wives immediately stole them because <laughs> Yoni sent it for us. The wives took them because they are that comfortable. They are that soft and they work that good. Yeah, we talked about um, a lot of the dryness coming in Arizona lately, but we have some monsoon weather coming in. And if you're looking to stay warm during the monsoon while also staying dry, OceansOutdoors.com. You can't get better. You Not, can't get yeah. any better. They even have a pocket-sized blanket. If you're worried about like where I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's really light blanket, but if you're worried about size, like you maybe you're carrying it around, which I don't get why you would need a smaller blanket because it's so it's so lightweight. It's yeah. super lightweight. Not even more than a soup can. It's crazy. Yeah, we and keep one in the backseat of our car at all times, just I in case. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. And I'm going to have to mimic that because it is, that's a brilliant idea. It's such a lightweight. It's so, mo- it moves around. It's not very big at all. Uh, but if it's too big for you for whatever reason, they have a pocket sized blanket. Yep. And it comes in multiple different colors. And it, it, it really is a great product and a great company. We love them being a sponsor of this show. Yep. And if you follow them on Instagram, which is uh, the great Oceus Outdoors, Man, do they take some beautiful shots? Yep. Some beautiful I, I, I sometimes I, I repost them on my stories just because I want people to see the beautiful. It's art, man. So they have a beautiful concept of what reality should look like, and they have a rea- a, a great grasp on reality of how it should function, and and that is comfortable and warm and dry. Yep, waterproof blankets. Thank you, Oceus, for being a sponsor. OceusOutdoors.com is where you can find them. Episode description is where o- you can find it. O-C-E-A-S. Oceus, thank you, Oceus. Brandon's a plancha. Oh. Okay, um, so that's how we're starting the show. Um, <laughs> you had to make up for not really playing it last show, huh? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. that button out? Yeah. Um, so uh, the, today is about baggage. I want to start with a list of different bags. Um, I I will say that today is going to be uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, stitching. We're gonna kind of get to the electric. Uh, uh, sewing machine. Nope. Nope. Sorry, I was off. The electric boogaloo. Ooh, close. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about the, we're going to get up to the electric sewing machine. We're going to kind of drop off. We're going to talk about the zipper for a second. Uh, but for the most part, we're going to talk about backpacks. Um, that's, that's what we're going to go with. But I'm going to do a list of bags and then we'll break down the different parts of a bag. Uh, Are we going to talk about our favorite me. backpacks at the end of this? Because I love backpacks. Yeah, we can totally talk about favorite backpacks. Um, I don't really have a favorite backpack, but. Um, I know a little bit about backpacks because I did some research on them, but um, I got like three bags that I love my backpacks. I'm on a bike more. Dude, can I be? Can I be completely honest? No, go ahead. I'm leaning fanny pack. Why? Just the functionality, just for runs, just for hikes and stuff like that. Brandon's a. I do have a camel pack. Uh, 
Um, it's actually a Camelback. It's a B-A-K uh, Camelback. So I have one of those. Um, I Her papa basically gave it to me. He said I can use it for a while, but he doesn't ask for a back, so I've been using it. <laughs> he uses the shit out of it, though. Every time I go running, I take it. Double couple water bottles in there. Um, and so... Uh, I do, I do have that and that thing's awesome, but sometimes it's like, I'm trying to reach stuff back there and I don't like things in my pockets cause they're swinging. So I'm thinking about going to fanny pack for runs and hikes for runs and hikes. I can see it. Yeah. Not for I don't like go every on day. Enough run hikes outside. I I'd rather run the track. Yeah, I do. I, I like, I prefer not going on the track, but I'm, I think I'm going to hit the track here soon so I can get a good why, flat you, mile. Why would you hit it though? Why wouldn't you just run the track? I'm going to hit my feet over and over again. Oh, okay. You're going to take this. Take this feet, stupid track. Yeah, as fast as I can for a mile. Stupid red track. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, I, thinking about it, I'm going to do hit it for a mile and then that just to get a better time because I, I ran a mile the other day and it was like eight minutes and thirty five seconds or something like that. Um, maybe eight minutes and forty two seconds. Some somewhere in that ball, it was sub forty five seconds. Eight minutes for sub forty five. Um, so, um, I want to hit something a little more flat so I can get a more accurate mile time because I ran five miles the other day and uh, I was like a seventeen minute, eighteen minute pace but i was like not tired or gas at all i could have turned up the notch turned up a notch a little bit on there yeah i've been mining and running i need to get back at it i i only ran once this day's off i'm a little i'm a little disappointed with myself well i've been getting up and like i've i've been i've been literally balls deep in the editing and, and learning how to do yeah, it i get it and a lot of it's just like me learning how to do things so like watching other people tell me how to do it and then i'm like all right and then when i get to to actually put it into practice it's hard i don't have a lot of time yeah so like i'm doing what i can yeah. and it's taking up a lot of time. I get it. And that's going to be me. But I, I, I've I, lost 10 pounds. I want to lose another 10 pounds. I want to get to 205, and I'm going to be, I want to coast right there. I don't need, I don't want to I just have, I have unhealthy fat. That's yes, why I want to get I, it. I'm, I have built over the last month more unhealthy fat than I need. I, I've been building it for years. Yeah. So, I like the last five years, I've been building a lot of unhealthy yeah. fat. So. I feel, I feel horrible. Well, actually, I was getting back into shape, and then amber passed and like i kind of just fell off the wagon and i haven't I, it was a long time before i got back on yeah um, uh back to mama's meets though yeah, before cooper i get all sad cooper stop distracting cooper dude some shit dude some bitch fucking, fucking cooper get that button <laughs> fucking cooper um <laughs> fucking coop cooper all right type of coop, hat coop, cooper poly coop cooper poly coop what I is this? What is this list? Is it just? Is it like it's a ranking or just a random? So so it's 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 uh no it's uh it's just just a, just a stack of of bags and if there's one you're like what is that I can read the I can read I can go find and read the definition for you they're short definitions okay. I just don't want to read it for all of them and then I just get a list of people could be like ooh I use that bag ooh I use it. you know what I mean full personalized okay I'll order a number seven then uh, which is a satchel I love satchel page that's what he's named for for carrying satchels hey, at the hey, train station Indiana Jones not judging and no. satchel page. Yeah, he got names. His name, real name, wasn't even Satchel Page. It was because he carried satchels for money at the train station when he was little. Mm. Mm. Anyways, so we're gonna start with handbag, uh, purse. You know, same thing. Um, uh, hobo bag. Do you, do you want to know ho hobo bag is Justin? Hobo baggins cousin? No, it is just a large bag made of soft materials with a slouchy shape. Mm. You know, like think of like a hemp bag, like a like a hippie chick bag. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Like they're like patchy. And they're like that uh, yeah, I know woven mean. material. Yeah, like 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 almost crocheted, but they're not. Yeah. Uh, tote, tote bag. Um, our ladies both have one with I their names I on have, them. I have a bunch of those around here. Uh, duffel bag, you know, um, pretty common for, for Money, computers. Bodies. And, uh, like Weapons. travel and stuff like that. Knives. Heat seeking missiles. Um, Rope. <laughs> <laughs> you got messenger bags. Um, 
So, you know, just medium-sized bag. They usually have the flap on the front, you know, kind of like a mm-hmm. satchel, but not a satchel. Uh, backpacks, which we are going to talk about at length today. Um, satchels, which is just a rectangular bag with a flap that fastens on the front. Uh, usually a single or a double buckle. Um, they usually have a long strap or hung low on the body. Yep. So they're over one, over one shoulder or over satchel. the other. Okay. Joy Bay Harwood. Or uh, Indiana Jones has one. Uh, <laughs> a doctor bag. Think like like early 1500 or 1900 movie 1500 1900 movies where they they come over and they have the two straps and they open it up and they clip on the either end and they open up again and then it's just like a deep bag with all their supplies um laptop bag so somewhat like a like a uh something that you put your laptop in yeah yeah somewhat somewhat like a a duffel for like your cords and stuff yeah 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 um bucket bag a bucket bag so a bucket bag is just a bag with a flat at the bottom, a drawstring closure, and a long, uh, long handles. It's usually medium, about medium sized. Um, it appears, and it's usually just for a more fashionable way of carrying your shit around. A bowler bag, think a bowling, putting bowling ball in it. <laughs> think Lebowski. Think Lebowski. Um, uh, a pouch or or a mystery man, where she puts her dad's head in the bowling ball in their bag. Mm, it's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Thank you, Jamie. Um, Wristlets. Yeah, a pouch, uh, which is just a small yeah, a drawstring bag. Yeah. Your wrist. Uh, which which you're getting ahead of a little bit, um, like a lot actually. Well, wristlet is. Uh oh, wristlet. I, uh, yeah, I guess I skipped one. Whoopsies. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsies. It's just a small bag. The carry on strap resembles a bracelet. Yeah. So it's just a small thing that goes around your your wrist. Yep. Like Justin said, I'm sure he has a few of them. Mm, there's some in the house for sure. <laughs> like, I don't know if they're necessarily for me, but <laughs> how as Brad and said, cause he's lame. Uh, uh, yeah. Meant to be a carry small and knickknacks, patty wax, give a dog a bone. Check out the tutorial. Oh, I'm not going to read all that. Clutch. Um, AKA Kobe Bryant. Clutch. Just like a woman's wallet. It's okay. really what it is that they hold not around. Like, not like when it's crunch time and they come through in the clutch. No, no. Usually they're very expensive, like unordinarily expensive. Yeah. That's true. Um, I've bought one or two of those things for not for me. Um, Saddlebag, uh, <laughs> kind of like a satchel, but like uh, it's. I think it's made to go uh, on and off of horses you when you're riding. S- did you skip a bunch? Because clutch goes to beach bag and then shoulder bag. Clutch, shoulder bag. There's that one beach bag. Oh no, they so the list they switched saddlebag and what the other two. Um, see saddlebag on your yeah, belt. beaches beaches next after after shoulder bag on this on this description list. Um, there are bags with a flap and a long cross, so that's the saddlebag. And yeah, they're for they're for horse riding. Uh, that's their main intensive purposes are. And then shoulder bag, uh, also called a sling bag, and it is uh, it has a small aviator. This is a bag that you can hang on your shoulder. Uh, so it's like. Kind of like a satchel saddle bag in one, you know, like it's more a little more square, a little more firm, um, but still resembles a saddle bag uh, or a satchel. Um, so a, a, a mini, can you pronounce this word? I've tried reading it like 85 times and I just can't get it. Miniadier. Mindier. 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 Uh, I'll spell it out. Mini, M-I-N-I. A-U-D-I-E-R-E. I spelled that right without fucking it up 87 times. That was uh, very good of me. You actually, I don't see M-I-N-I. I see M-I-N-A-U. Nah, well, I missed the I, okay, Justin, whenever I wrote it down on the list. Poop your pants. I don't want to. It, <laughs> it is not strictly a bag. This is a jeweled case, which acts as a bag. 
They have uh, hinge frames and top closure. Usually they are encrusted with beads, crystals, and sometimes has a shoulder strap. But bag. <laughs> How That's is a, it that much money? $900. Yeah, there's one of these mini deers. 5695 Well, they have a lot of jewels and stuff on it, so I'm, I'm sure you know the jewels are what makes it expensive, not the actual look. Um, shopping bags. Uh, just They're shopping bags. I mean, come on, guys. Drawstring bags, also pretty self-explanatory. They have the two uh, ringlets at the bottom, um, and you just no string through them, and then... What? Minoje. And anyways, the strings go through the top, yeah. and you tighten it to keep to close it up. It's pretty pretty sick. Makeup bags. Um, if Mino Jer. So if uh, so, makeup bag. If you don't wear makeup, you don't need to worry about it. If you wear makeup, you know exactly what they are. Simple as that. Uh, fold over bag. It like zips the top, and then it folds over and clips. Pretty simple you for clothes and stuff too. Yeah, uh, phone bag uh, is is just a small little uh, bag, like pouch looking thing that you can put your phone in. Mm-hmm. Um, camera case bags, they're case, they're bags specifically designed to have uh, like sections off, so that way you can put your individual camera stuff in there, so it doesn't bang up against each other. Um, <laughs> uh, Bugatti, 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 baguette, baguette bag. Um, I was like Bugatti is like the car. I was talking about cars earlier. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, is it for like baguettes? Mm. Uh, no, it is a small compact bag with short strap made famous by the brand Fendi. Bugatti is a type of long and narrow bread. It says bread. Uh, yeah, oh, breed. No, it's breed. Oh. Uh, this bag is named after I said. <laughs> I <need you> do <laughs> that. After this breed uh, became its shape. I don't oh, know. no, it is the bread. It says bread. Brand is just dyslexic, guys. Just yeah, calm down. Yeah, so because the baguette's the bread. Uh-huh. Uh, it's named after the bread. But, I mean, look at the picture. It doesn't really look like... It doesn't matter. Um, barrel <laughs> bag. A, a large cylindrical bag, also known as a gym bag. This bag comes in many sizes. Oh, yeah. carry like thinking about like the 80s gym movies. Think of a gym bag. Yes. Yeah. Like the round red. I think of a red one with, like, white straps. Yep, and zips up at the top. Zips yep. close to the top. Sometimes I'll have a shoe compartment down on the side. Um, a basket bag. Uh, these bags have a flat bottom and look like a basket. A fanny pack. If you don't know what a fanny pack is, um, you don't need Stay to worry tuned about for it. Brandon's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and when I do get, when and if I do get a a, a, a fanny pack, you know I'm going to do a shit photo shoot. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the me and Justin are getting the new uh, 13 pros. I'm I'm getting the the max because he's a woman. No, it's um. It's so that way when I go hiking and I take pictures, I can actually like see more of what I'm taking. I have a better, and whenever I zoom in, I have more screen. Yeah, it's screen. just for that. It's just for that. Brandon's a plancha. Totally, um, leather bag <laughs> which looks like a satchel with a special type of metal clasp on the front. It is usually used for business purposes. Uh, Hermes Kelly bag is famous, very famous, and one of the most coveted bags in the world. So, so you guys know, little little something something. What's a Kelly then, bag? Uh, it, I just explained it, a leather bag that looks like a satchel oh, I with a special type of metal clasp on the front. I was listening to you. That's, that's what it is. It's usually meant for business purposes. It's also a that. Lunch pail. Um, lunch pail. So it's just like, uh, there's, there's different versions of it. Uh, we're talking about the cloth one specifically. Um, it's just a bag that's usually insulated, um, that has a zipper on the top. Sometimes it snaps on the top, usually a zipper. Um, so that, yeah, that's, uh, that's a little list of bags. 
So I'm sure um, you guys have at least one or more of those bags at home at all times. I'm going to go on I a don't. limb. I don't have any bags at this house. I I have seen your, your closet. I have recorded a opener inside your closet. I know that is not the truth. You can also like turn your head around. And there's a bunch of bags behind me. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. He collects a bunch of them, and they're always here. Um, and there's there's one right here to my uh, 9 o'clock. There's one in front of you. And one to my 11 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and there's a dick bag at my 12 o'clock. Mm. Yeah, you like he, you guys can't see, but he like looked around, like <laughs> was around him somewhere. No, but it's him. It what a nerd! Uh, I did not look around. He did. I didn't. He did. Anyways, parts of bag. Anyway, parts of a bag. Ring. So there's there's different parts. Um, it, there can be more or less, but these are kind of the most normal, like most. Should I practice my German right now? German. I can't you can't do this, German. Okay, the ring often holds tabs or straps. Are pulled through them. Yeah. Jabs or straps are pulled through them. So I said. Uh, bind, the binding, usually where the mouth of the bag is, mm. uh, does not have a zipper at this spot. It's just where the, the leather is like folded over itself and it has a clear cut. And then oh, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll thread through, um, like just threading through it. And then that's like usually pretty tight. They'll usually, I think they'll glue it um, and then they'll cut it flat with each other and then they'll put a thread through it um, just so it doesn't come apart. It's the binding of it, you know? Um, probably pressed too and then a tab small piece of cloth or leather to tighten around mouth or binding um, <laughs> didn't realize how sexual bags were mm, the body the main yeah. stretch of the bag the body it's what everything else in this list is built on <laughs> to make the bag a stud stud right here the yeah. rivet a small piece metal ring like usually those little holes in there that are like well made usually metal and um, the feet mm. and the little the little bags. I knew you had foot fetish. I knew it. The stops little, the bottom. The little of the bags, bag. pegs, or stops at the bottom of the bag. Piping, mm. dude. This <laughs> just bags are very sexual. You better stop without <laughs> voice. You're gonna get a piping right now. <laughs> that small circular tube, Brandon. A padded or uh, unpadded uh, small strap. circular tube. Let's get piping together. <laughs> strap padded or unpadded strap that might one might use to hang around one's shoulders. Zipper pull. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, so piping a small circular long tube like thing that runs around the frame or pocket, like the front pocket of it. Yeah, gives it its frame. Yeah, it's it just structure. helps with the frame. It's yeah. just a little more structure. Yeah, uh, the zipper, uh, the zipper pull, the tab that pulls the zipper closed and open, and then the zipper tape or teeth, the zipper sides that pull the, that the that the pull brings together. So the, it's just the zipper. They're just two parts of the zipper. So those are like the most uh, common, uh, you know. Every bag, almost every bag has these things. Not every bag, but um, most bags will have at least a combination of all of those things. Yeah, but real quick. What's up? Go ahead. Okay. So this may be the <laughs> oddest jump from the start of the timeline to the, like the next uh, part of the timeline. Um, it has a lot to do with bags don't really hold up well with aging. Um, so 3300 BC, this visitor boy, Odzi, the Iceman, mm-hmm. our friendly neighborhood, mommy human. Yeah, uh, tattooed mummy, mummy human. Yeah, uh, from the <laughs> Copper Age, the one that was murdered. Um, yeah, car- savagely. He, he, uh, he carried a rucksack made from animal fur, b- bones, and wood. Um, He's kind of so psychotic. Fast forward to year two to like 1755 AD. Um, the first British patent for a machine that helped from sewing was given to uh, Charles Frederick Winsthal. German born engineer was granted a patent for a double 
pointed needle which had an eye on on one end however this uh device's specs have been lost so he got this patent for it never actually built it or at least uh was never sold um so the first patent that was for an actual sewing machine was given to English inventor Thomas Saint in 1790. And Germans falling short to the English again. Mm. What do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think he got bombed, English man? Kept stealing the Germans' ideas. Didn't, Actually, the didn't last one. They were the last one. Yeah, I was like, didn't they get yeah, the printing you're, press? You're ruining my narrative. Okay, he calls himself a saint. He's not a saint. He's like a Jehovah Witness saint. <sighs> Rough. If you guys don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Close in a time suck, dude. It's bad. I did not think Jovis would anything about Jovis. I think because you just either. forget about them because usually it's just some old lady, some random old lady trying to talk about Jesus. So you just ignore them, not realizing how terrible the organization is. Awful. One of the yeah. worst. One of the worst on the planet. Yeah. Um, anyways. Anyways. <laughs> the machine was designed to punch holes in Justin's face because uh, it's Brand canvassy, leathery face. It's stupid. And he needs to be punched in it. Uh, (laughs) No, it just punches holes in canvas and leather like Justin's face. However, it is not known whether he built a working model of his invention or not. So another guy. uh, So you're talking all that booty and he didn't actually make a working model or it's not known that he did. Yeah. Yeah. You look like a fool now. No, not really. I was just throwing some randomness out there like you did the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) I don't ever do that. I'm not talking about James Uh, Henderson and Thomas Stone built a sewing machine that employed the same mechanism as hand sewing. That, that year, um, John Duncan was granted a patent for an embroidering machine that used several needles. However, the toe machine or the, the toe, the sew machine did not uh, do much and were uh, quickly abandoned. In 1880, John Knowles and John Adams invented America's first sewing machine, which also was not a major success. <laughs> Nerds. Given all that, it wouldn't be until 1829 that the first functional sewing machine is invented. The French inventor, inventor Bartholomew Thimeneur made the machine in the same vein of Saint's model. It used chain stitches to sew straight seams. Bartholomew, pretty tough name, I gotta admit. Thimeneur. Thimeneur. Received the patent in July of the next year. Thimeneur is easier to say, harder to spell, say, oddly enough. You want to say Bartholomew. Yeah, but it's but not. But it's not. It's Bartholomew. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it doesn't even show up right in a word. They're like, nope, it's spelled right. For sure people either called him Bart or Lemmy. Because yeah. they were not saying that whole fucking They're thing. Probably, they, they call him probably call him Thimeneur. Thimeneur. No. Be like, yo, Bart. I call him Thimeneur because it's fucking, it's tough. Yo, Bart. Thimeneur. Yo, Bart. Okay, so anyways, Bartholomew <laughs> received the patent in July of the next year. He also opened the world's first machine-based clothing company that year. Most of his business went to the French Army. Unfortunately for him, and Justin will love well, this. it's good. You know what? Wait, wait. Okay, now I'll let you finish. Okay, okay. What are we going to say? Because I, I don't want to break this. Okay, as I say, he probably donated to the French Army because he knew they would never get dirty. and yeah, He just showcases his clothing <laughs> everywhere. Cheap, cheap actually, shot. this would have been like French Revolution era. So okay, they never mind. <laughs> and actually, this is way after. I just wanted to, to disagree with what you just said. Oh, I'm not following your timeline because you're all over the place. Um, I'm, my timeline's fine, actually. No, you're fine. Thank you. <laughs> um, but unfortunately for him, the factory was raided and burned to the ground. 
The running speculation is that his rival tailors who feared they would lose their livelihood uh, to the new factory did it. Yep. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> that's two that's two businesses in two week or in two episodes that got burnt to the ground you know what this reminds me of what was that episode we did was it uh infinity saga yeah no was it the uh, recycling episode or was it the i think it was a recycling episode where they, they were like throwing the trash down the river and so they packed it all up and they brought it they dumped it in that town and the the town threw it back down the river to the other town. It was a recycling episode. <laughs> <laughs> like the pettiness as a collective. Yeah, they they, were done their, they they picked it up and they carried it upstream. <laughs> <and> yes. <laughs> yeah, they're like go fuck yourselves. Yes, I loved it. But that's my that's that's <laughs> that like like just let it go. No, that's something you don't let go. Yeah. Uh, the sewing machine was made of wood and used a barbed needle. The needle passed the garment uh, grabbing the thread below and pulling it up to make it look, which uh, might get lock, which is locked by the next loop. So it would, it would, you would stick your needle, th- like it would push the needle through the, the leather, the needle in your eye. pull, pull a loop through, and then it would push that loop with another thread through the next hole, make another loop. So it'd like lock them into each other. Mm-hmm. Off to 1832, America, where Walter Hunt developed the state side's first working sewing machine. Um, Hunt, oddly enough, did not patent this machine, claiming that the patent would render many people jobless. In 1845, Elias Howe uh, created a sewing machine like one invented the previous year by John Fisher. Those two machines had a needle with an eye that created a lock stitch. Uh, Howe's idea was adopted by several others, including Isaac Merritt Singer, Singer's uh, machine was considered the first sewing machine to be successfully sold. Uh, the machine's needles actuated by foot pedal. However, Isaac's needle moved up and down. Howard's moved sideways. And Isaac was actually uh, actuated by hand, uh, not by foot pedal. Uh, like, But other than that, uh, they were about the same thing. They did the same exact thing. Uh, Howard did learn of Singer's me- uh, machine and then successfully sued Singer. Uh, Howard did die the same year his patent ran out after a very long successful uh, career in 1867 he died a millionaire so yeah he he sued him we only got like two hundred fifty thousand dollars from him at in freaking 1967 oh well 1967 but like 1950s <laughs> and then and then he made like two million dollars in sales over over his lifetime so he did pretty good for himself Probably equivalent to a billionaire today, or at least like five hundred million dollars ish. I don't know. I didn't look up the numbers. I usually do. Um, this would not stop Singer Sewing Company though, and they would become the first to develop the electric sewing machine and introduce it by eighteen eighty nine. By the end of World War One, Singer would be the number one main distributor distributor of electric, uh, treadle, and hand sewing machines. Eighteen fifty one. The sewing machine that stitched a zipper was invented by Elias Howe Jr. He called this patent automatic continuous clothing closer. It is thought that the successful success behind the sewing machine kept him from being dubbed the father of the zip. By June 2nd, 1857, James Gibbs patented the first chain stitch thread single thread sewing machine. And if you want to take a break right here, we can go to FTSOB if Justin can figure it out. USOB. Finger guns. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm guessing you don't have it yet. I do. Mm. Is it good too? But to find out. If it's bad, I'm going to point it out right away. I'm not going to even wait till the end. If it's good, I'll wait. How do you like them apples? I just need to button up one thing. What, your shirt? You little sloot. What? (laughs) (laughs) What is a little sloot? Uh, It's a a small boat. Remember the boat episode? Sure. That's what I'm going with. Okay, you ready? Never ready. Are you ready? Are you ready? It's a good movie. Princess the Frog. Confirmation. Yeah, I love Princess the Frog. It's, it's underrated. Okay. Are you ready? T-F-T-S-O-B. U-S-O-B. Yeah. Are you? I'm never ready. Let's do this. Okay. Okay. Fact number. Uh. Oh. It is estimated that between 0.5 to 1% of all check-in bags Fail to make it to their owner at arrival. Fact number two. 70% of the luggage that is lost is considered lightweight, which is weighing less than 10 pounds. Fact number three. 80 to 90% of those bags that are lost are found within 24 hours. Fact number four. 14% of mishandled luggage simply fails to get loaded. Yep. There you go. You press it. <laughs> Tell about you, buddy. I, I have still yet to hit those buttons down. I feel like Dan, when you hear Daniel in it, where's it? Whoop, whoop, slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> those slide whistles been killing me. Uh, he had one joke. I can't remember what it was, but I was freaking crying. Like it had me like howling, laughing. I will say I haven't finished the. Um, Josephettes because the service out there sucks so bad, but like just so far, it is one of the funnier episodes he's done. I've been dying where he's talking about like the the Jesus clothes versus the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the evil clothes. Yeah, Dude, was, yeah, uh, yeah. I was in stitches. Yep, I'm moving on now to 1870. Um, <laughs> God, that was bad. Bindles were created from <laughs> sticks and canvas cloths during the American Civil War. These sacks sucked to use, but it was all people had. Mm. Hel- Helen Augusta Blanchard, Blanchard in 1873 patented the first zigzag stitch machine. The zigzag pattern better seals the edges of a seam, making a garment far sturdier. Which is funny because you... you- Normally, people would just get two zigzags and then a Colt 45. They probably say it backwards, but Colt 45 and two zigzags. And they're like, hey, that's all, all they we, That's all we need. Yeah. <laughs> they can go to the park after dark and smoke that tumbleweed, yeah. you know? As the marijuana burns. They can take their turns. Singing them dirty rap songs. Stop to hit the bong like Chuchin Chong. All the way from here to Hong Kong. I can tell I you say, didn't here know the from here to, like, It's from where to Hong Kong. <laughs> I here to Hong Kong. You're we like, uh, I knew it was Hong Kong. I didn't. <laughs> so, row, row, 83. Cadillac, Feeling high as hell. Throwing through Palmdale's. <laughs> we get Afro, man. Skating on caddy rims. Uh-uh. <laughs> so that was one of the, like, just won't sell. That was actually one of the first um, rap albums I, I like, listened to. 
was like in like sixth grade. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I would like, like, dude, like, Palm Dale, come back to me. I need you and I love you, baby. Palm Dale, come back to me. Check it out, check it out, check it out. No more rocks, no more roaches. Living next door to football coaches. <laughs> <laughs> New place to sell my crack. Now I got little white kids a jack. Ain't wearing blue, ain't tripping all red. Too busy squabbing with the skinheads. I ain't going day. Like I, I love Afro man. He's great. Still probably would put him on my top ten. <laughs> no, he's 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 more of a gimmicky rap. But he's so funny though. He's hilarious. He's very yeah. like. I I think his biggest mistake he ever made was not grinding on it. Like you can tell, like he dropped off at a certain point. I think he was just having fun with it. it was, I, I think it was just fun. If you would if you would have grinded harder with it, like you didn't even grind mm-hmm. hard, just like find a way to always keep uh, that atmosphere yeah. around him. And if you guys are curious if you know who Afro Man is, you do. La da 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 la da da la da da la la da da da. Okay, that's all they need to know. If you don't know who he is after that, then I don't know. I was gonna go to school, but then I got. I was gonna get up and pass my test. No, I could have cheated and pass my test, test, but I got. Well, my grades still I'm messed taking it next semester, and I, I know why. Why, man? Hey, hey, cause, cause I got high, cause I got high, cause I got high. I was gonna get up and clean my room, but then I got high. I was gonna Ooh. get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Da, da, da. My room is still messed up, man, and I know why. Why, man? Hey, hey, cause I got high. Cause I got high. Cause I got high. I was gonna beat that. <laughs> I was gonna beat that pussy too, but then I got high. Now I'm jerking off, oh. and I know why. Why, man? Hey, hey. hey. It's so funny because you can, you know, them like busting up as he's doing it. I What's know, happening? It in the, yeah. <laughs> Again, you know Afro Man. Like he's, he, there's no way you haven't heard that song before. His his most serious song is Palmdale, and it's like it's about his life, and it's kind of sad, but it's very good. This is his best song. Yeah, yeah. it's Man's not his good. most known song though. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Free Kid, Cole Forty Five, and because um, Cole Forty Five, he goes through the list. <laughs> yeah. um, met this girl in Iowa. Yeah, fucked her on credit. Now I owe her. Yeah. <laughs> I met in Hawaii. In in Hawaii, yeah. stuck in an ass, and she said, "Aye." Yeah. Her her ass was breakfast. Her pussy was lunch. Her breast busted out with Hawaiian punch. Yeah. <laughs> Colt forty five and two zigzags, baby. That's all we need. Yeah, dude, I, I love Afro Man. That, that takes me back all to like. Bums meets my early, my yeah. late, my my late teens, early twenties. That takes me like right back there. I was like in sixth grade. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> I heard, I heard all that shit there, but like that was like the time I really got to enjoy him. You know, um, it, it it is like hilarious. Uh, like, cause then you like at that age, you really understand what his lyrics say. Like when you're yeah. younger, sixth grade, like you hear him there, like you know you're supposed to laugh at some of this stuff, but you don't understand all of it. But like you're 19, 20 years old, like you know exactly what oh, that guy's oh, yeah. getting at. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Helen Augusta Blanchard in 1873 did not invent those type of zigzags. <laughs> no. 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 Um. Oh. She patented the first zigzag stitch machine. Nothing to do with, with, with weed. Yeah, Although he, she may have used hemp. You never know. She may have used hemp. Yeah, at the time, yeah. yeah. Hey, 1800s before uh, William Randolph Hearst and the and the comp- or the organization that is now the... Um, the Dum Dums on Dum Dum Street. The DEA. Yeah, the Dum Dums on Dum Dum Street. Got a hold of, of cannabis and hemp and completely wrecked a renewable resource. Yeah. It's like help these people or crime and punishment. 
Crown punishments never worked, but they're let's like roll with they're it. like jail. They're like jail. <laughs> yeah, like you know, you if you overcook chicken, straight to jail. Undercook fish, believe it or not, straight to jail. Undercook, undercook. <laughs> Anyways, use renewable resources. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. <laughs> straight to jail. I love when they were saying like all the COVID rules, and it was just show that clip of him. <laughs> straight to jail. Straight to jail. Jail. Yeah. Also jail. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. <laughs> I love Park. And I, I love that. That's the only time he shows up to do that role. Yeah. He nails it. Absolutely. Yep. No, but I mean, he's freaking. Uh, what's his God? What's his real name? Um, Malignos. Clay. Uh, the clay is silent. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, freaking Fred Ar- Armisen. Uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah, he's it's so funny. He's hilarious. I think he's just he's a he's a yeah. brilliant actor. Uh, before we get back into the timeline, Brian, I got to tell you a joke. So this moth walks into this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which <laughs> which one? The Norm Macdonald. Okay, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's great. It's a, what's, what are you doing in here, moth? Uh, life's been tough. It's been <laughs> real hard. The it's wife. Like five she minutes. Just, how long was this car ride? <laughs> Anyways, Doc. <laughs> and, uh, dude, RIP or Norm McDonald. Yeah. Dude, really a legend. I was shocked. I just sent the group a message. Like, dude, Norm McDonald died today yep. of cancer. That's, ah, that's, it's a, yeah. that's a blow. That's a blow. No, if people, people. 67. He was still pretty young. I mean, he had at least another 20 years in him. I think he was, uh, he's one of those guys that are underappreciated for how funny he is one and for how much work he actually was doing. I was going to say how influential mm-hmm. he is to, yep. he's a comic. They, every comics, comedian I know posted about him. Rephrase that. Every good comedian you know. Well, not, and not just him. comedian, but like comedic writer, yes. comedic actor. He's <laughs> super influential. Like he yeah. changed the game. You may not be your favorite comedian. That's, that's not my name. But he is a comics comic. Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. It's a funny name. <laughs> yeah, what do you, yeah, what okay, do you want? Turd Ferguson. Yeah, what, yeah, what do you want? You rang in. Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. Yeah. You can't prove anything. <laughs> I hate my job. Bags and Bob's Meats. Bags and Bob's Meats. Okay, Helen Augusta Blatchard. You already read that part okay. twice. <laughs> I read it. You read it. We're moving past. Okay. So Zigzag Patter seals the edge of the seam uh, better, making the garment far sturdier. She would go on to patent 28 other inventions. We're not going to get into them, but she was just a bad bitch. I wanted to bring that up, yeah. including the hat sewing machine. So, I mean, it kind of in the same vein. Surgical needles and other improvements to the sewing machine. So, like, there's, there's a lot. I just... I. Just a couple. I forgot to put those in there. She was um, a kick. She was a boss bitch. She's a boss ass bitch. I she's just want to make bitch. sure, like, even in the late eighteen, mid late eighteen hundreds, she was fucking slaying the game. She was smoking zigzags. She was freaking sewing zigzags, and she was yeah, fucking she was being drinking a boss bitch, dude. Oh, yeah. down the park, smoking that tumbleweed. With but she didn't have time needles. for that because she was too busy making patents. Yep. First surgical machine. <laughs> First mechanical sewing machine were used to uh, in garment factory product lines. It was not until eighteen. 18- 89 that a sewing machine for use in home was designed and marketed. So she used to help she helped bring sewing machines to home. Right. That's that was the that's the point behind her. Yeah. Okay. So um ended the zigzag stitch, obviously. Yeah, it, which led to a longer tangent than was necessary, but yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I needed to fill some time. Uh, <laughs> 1877 when uh, when Henry Merriam developed one of the Miriam. first functional knapsacks for the US military. He used sheet metal in order to reduce the weight and had to be carried around during missions. Yeah, sheet metal is to use to reduce during the weight. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just for, it was the most sturdy material and. Well, at the time you didn't, I mean, 
obviously history. She metal super thin though. It's like yeah. less than a quarter inch thick. Like if we weren't more advanced than 1877, I would hate the world I lived in. So that's true. Uh, medically alone in, would have in done it. Every aspect of our lives. Yeah. 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 And just the understanding <laughs> of hygiene in general. 1882, Camille Poirier uh, improved on the military backpack with a Duluth pack. This bag featured a head strap that was secured via straps and buckles as commonly used uh, today for canoeing and kayaking. Whitecomb got credit for being the inventor of the zipper. Strangely, he is... It was Blackcomb that did it, and Whitecomb is stealing his shit again. 1893, Patton did not <laughs> use the word zipper. He oh. called it the class locker, Sorry. and it was a complicated hook eye, hook and eye shoe fastener uh, together with a business name named Colonel Lewis Walker. They launched Universal. His He wasn't even a colonel. His just name was first name was Colonel. Be, <laughs> colonel it becomes a Colonel, Colonel, Colonel. No, uh, I'm just joking. He was a colonel. Um, they launched a Universal fastener company to manufacture the new device. The class blocker debuted at the... 1893 Chicago World's Fair. Same year that Dr. H.H. Holmes debuted and yep. had made a killing. Did he debut that year? Well, he made a killing. He definitely made a killing. <laughs> made many of them. <laughs> and was met with a little commercial success. H.H. Uh, Holmes was a uh, uh, actual doctor. He was an actual surgeon. Uh, very well educated. He also, made a hotel where he would make secret rooms and slides down to the basement where he would kill people and then yep. send them down there. No, widely as the as America's first serial killer. Yes, Devil in the White City. Yep, Devil in yep. the White City. Beginning again during the Chicago World's Fair, he made a killing. Yeah, yep. That was just. I'm sure a lot of you knew right away as soon as Justin. I said World's Fair, you knew where it was going. And then if you didn't get it there, Justin said H.H. Holmes, and you're like, oh, now I'm on board. Just want to distract people from the white comb, black comb, comet. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful, Justin. Um, I hope somebody was like, ah. <laughs> I'm the only one. It, it's actually, I think it's Whitcomb, not Whitecomb. It but is, but I you said, said Whitecomb, so I know, I went, I, it was Blackcomb. <laughs> I saw, I saw all of it to you. I, 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 that's on me. That's on me. Um, my, my poor Whitecomb always had all the Blackcomb down. My, my seventh grade reading level is really coming into play for you, Justin. <laughs> With the turn of the century. The electrically powered sewing machine is now widely used. O.F. Bergman, kick-ass name, designed bags in 1908 with wooden frames that he called Sec Mad Mess. Sure. He's German. Sure. Um, <laughs> the, fa the, the fashionable backpacks were made from birch bark and soft fabric. Most, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sorry. Both of which made them easy to compress uh, down during lengthy travels. You're easy to compress now. Yeah, you're... I wish you could not be there for lengthy travels. Lloyd F. Nelson designed a backpack with a frigid frame for hiking that he called the Trapper Nelson, which I've heard. Trapper bags. Mm -hmm. Yep, you're a trapper. Um, the original bag in 1922 if was I'm a carried. I'm trapper, Brandon. Brandon's the, a plunger. The original nut bag in 1922 was carried along Justin's face when he hiked across Alaska, and it was made from sealcocks and uh, deer dongs. <laughs> you came up with i don't know as your, as your brain rifled through yeah. <laughs> you came up with deer dogs because <laughs> you have silk skin and uh, you were like what would be a good way to go with it because i throw you off 
I was gonna say seal, seal testes, but uh, you landed on deer dogs. I, I had to throw you off. He took a left at seal testes, <laughs> and then he took, went, a left, he took a left at moose knuckle. He went down. And went straight to deer dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to the Fake Doctors Real Friends, the the newest episode. And, no uh, shit, or the it was not the newest one, but the one prior. I, I'm on. The, I'm I'm all caught up. But um, oh, uh, Donald Faison, he was mad that he was all talking about the beginning of the episode how uh, these hoes ain't loyal. He's talking about Zach hanging out with all these people that he wishes he was hanging out with them. Yeah, he's like these hoes ain't loyal. They're all hanging out together. I'm not over there. What the hell? And at the very end of it, Zach brings on Joshua Raiden. He's like at his house hanging out with them. He's like, see what I'm talking about at the beginning of the show? These hoes ain't loyal. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. I'm over here in LA, y'all in New York. He's like, you know what? Why don't you take your cock nose? And shove it in Joshua's twat ears. <laughs> I was howling, dude. Uh, oh, man. The outrage. The outrage of that man. Oh, I fucking love. Oh, by the way, um, I've been meaning to talk about it. The uh, Powerpuff Girls has uh, been uh, put on hold. Yeah, they had to redo it because it was too campy. Yep. Yep. It's similar like with, with but Sonic. But they, they did, they're not, uh, Donald is still going to be Professor Plutonium. That's no, like the one thing they, they didn't told scrap him. it. No, they didn't scrap it and they're not, they're recasting some, uh, but not like a lot of like the Powerpuff Girls are staying, yeah. Professor Plutonium staying. Um, that, as far as I know, that's the only ones that I know that it's, for it's, sure. It's becoming back. almost a common practice. If it's, if you, if the studio can't afford it and they know the project's worth the risk, they're willing to take the feedback and do a total revamp. Similar to Sonic. Sonic, remember? Three times. Yeah. They, 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 they the put third. out a trailer. People hated it. They Just removed the it and redid yeah. it. Yeah. And I mean, the movie's kind of weird not? compared to the story. But why not? The, the actual like the video game, it's like very odd. Yeah. Okay, I watched a quarter of it. I couldn't finish it. But why not um, do it right? Like if you came up short somewhere. But I do like the aesthetic of Sonic. To, and I will tell you, not to go back to it, like just creating the show, this show. And then you create the, the video side of it. What goes, all the effort and time that goes into just creating a small section of it takes a lot of work. It does. And a lot of people to create the movies. So sometimes you're going to miss some things. And for a studio to be like, yeah, we see what you're saying now. And to redo it. Is very I, I liked yeah, it. Yeah, that's why I tried watching it. I, I, it, I don't know. I'll probably finish it just, yep. just, just, just to finish it. But um, yeah, I was, I was, it was weird. It was just, it was. The Sonic character I grew up playing, and I beat like three or four of his games, um, to the the character that he was in the movie was like not the same. Yeah, and it was a little odd. Um, but I, I like well, J- Jim Carrey's Eggman is is odd itself. Well, Jim Carrey, but he made me laugh. Yeah. Like he's at least funny. <laughs> yeah. But he's not the same Eggman you grow up with. No, I I, I figured watching the trailers like it's going to be different. It's going to be a different take. A retelling. It's like a whole new universe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, back to Lloyd F. Nelson. So the original Lloyd uh, Full Nelson. The original bag in 1922 was carried along Justin's face. No, along for his hike across Alaska and was made from sticks and sealskin. In two years, it would be mass produced using canvas instead. So he wouldn't use sealskin forever. Um, in 1938, he's probably a very resourceful dude. He had eaten some seal blubber and he was like, I can use their skin for this. Yeah. He's like, um, deer dongs are out dude. this year. Anyways, like deer dongs were so last fall. Yeah, dude. So yeah. Seal skin. Yeah. Seal skin. <laughs> <laughs> you like deer dongs, don't you? 1938. <laughs> you want to suck a deer dong right the now? The zippered backpack would first show up 
You fucking weirdo. In Boulder, Colorado, invented by Gary Cunningham. Not liking how other rucksacks slid around his back. Not liking how other rucksacks slid around his back. (laughs) Uh, He grabbed his father's sewing machine and created a nylon bag with zippers instead. I, for whatever reason, imagine Gary Cunningham being very dramatic about this. Be like, I hate the way this rucksack slides on my back. He's Dad. like, I just, dude, I, I just want to carry my rucksack yeah. around. Like, you slide it down on my your, back. Do you feel it on your back? It's a little bit on your back. This should be better. I think it'll be better. I got to make it better. Get get the sewing machine. Bring it now. <laughs> Dad, the sewing machine. Sewing machine. I want it. Yes. <laughs> Tell the way this rucksack feels on my back. Okay, okay, son. I'll get, I'll get it for you. Jeez. Why do I picture Gary Cunningham, though, just being way more dramatic about that than he His last name's Cunningham. Yeah, which well, I guess the way you wrote it, he grabbed his father's sewing machine. And I just picture that in like such dramatic fashion. He grabbed it and he's like, he's like, okay, here's son, here you go. What do you mean that? He what are you doing with that, hands. son? Have you seen the rut sacks on my back? Just sliding around like crazy. <laughs> don't have any grip. Okay, I get it. I get it. Just don't break the machine or I'll break you. What was that? What? What would you say? <laughs> <laughs> Military bags evolved by 1943 to be able to hold more weight. This was crucial during World War II. WW2, because Justin had to carry around all those dicks. As soldiers, <laughs> as soldiers those, had a lot of heavy equipment. I don't know if you guys got that. As soldiers had a lot of <laughs> heavy equipment, weapons, and ammunition. Not deer dogs. Mm, not you, though. You're not a soldier, so you're just, you're just carrying around deer dogs in no. your, in your uh, military bag. Definitely not during WW2. Uh, by the late 1940s, kids started bringing backpacks with them to school. After World War II, more materials were available to make bags more functional, lightweight, and stylish. And we know uh, we know from uh, prior episodes that most uh, materials would go, like even our candy episode, uh, most materials would go to the war efforts, right? So uh, a lot of people home didn't have as much. But afterwards... You have all this uh, plethora of material that aren't being used by the military anymore, and who's going to use them? Why well, not the kids? Much like other wars, um, during World War II, you had a lot of money, for good or bad, and resources all going to one specific place. And then when the war ended, they still had all this money in materials in certain places, and they're like, what do we do with this? Like, oh, we can use them functionally. And people found functionality in real-world use, Backpacks being one of them. Should we get you a, um, what is it? What is it? Is a, what does he call them? The SAG? What is it? The, the 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 device that he talks about that Ben should be using? Whatever Jim Hoats Oh, dude, I was dying. <laughs> I was dying. It's like a chastity belt with the, with the butt plug. Yeah, when you can use the rope to freaking, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's basically yeah. like he's talking about how you're not Cause, to, because like, Joe Blades are, Anti-masturbation. Yeah. Um, okay with kids getting diddled, but they're uh, not okay with people jerking off um, yeah. or or just gay people. Because that makes sense. Wearing tight pants. Well, that makes sense. Or or just being gay. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking I bigots. Mean, I mean, uh, like uh, we uh, joke. Like I like I've made some off-colored gay jokes, but like I generally like don't care. Like do that. I really, don't care. I really I'd rather you be gay and be happy. Like that's I hate. People that like use religion to find people being miserable their whole life, yeah, or Which, or fucking people over like, and not not because it's your fault. Like you're a gay man or a gay woman, you get married to opposite sex, and then you spend your whole life living a lie, and then you're in your thirties and forties, and you're like, hey, I can't do this anymore. I can't live this lie anymore, and you just break this person's yeah, heart. Yeah, hey brother, tough luck. God, God hates you because you're different. So deal with it. If that's your God, man, 
that's your view, version of God. I, 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 I genuinely think you should reevaluate everything you've ever thought He's about. A, a, a omniscient being. You really think he gives a fuck about where you're sticking your dingus? Yeah, I doubt it. I, I think um, I highly doubt of all the things that are going on in the world. As long as your dingus is not being stuck inside of a I, child, I, I don't think that I don't think that God cares about those things. But I think we do, and I think that's more than enough. Because if you're forcing your dingus into somebody that doesn't want your dingus there, I don't think God. I don't think God, I, I. My views on God are very uh, like it doesn't matter whether there is one or not. It doesn't make a difference. We we are God. Everything is made up of God, and we're all we're all experiencing God. God is experience is experiencing itself through us and so we think that those things are bad as a collective as a whole that's more than enough to say that they're not good and whenever a majority of the species that that is saying that that you're doing this to says that that's not okay that's more than enough to say that it's not okay that's a fine line because there's a long time where there were some bad things happening as a collective yeah people thought was okay yep that uh, is a fine but, line. but we won't go down the the I'm just saying. It's theological hole. Yep. I know. I know. And I know, I know where, <coughs> where the holes in my logic are, but I, I understand that. Whereas people who tend to be like Mormons or, or, and I don't have this, much. I, there's a lot of Mormons I really love and I, I no, really you can appreciate. Hate the, you can love the person in hate. The, what is it? Yeah, hate the, yeah. hate the, hate the ideology, the religion. Yeah. Um, so, and then that's the case. So, but, um, like, uh, Jehovah's witness, like that's you, I what I'm saying is like I have these these thoughts on on what God are, but I don't have these definitive answers. And if you can show me, I already know where my holes are in my in my ideology in my in my philosophy. I understand where my holes are. I already know. Um, I just haven't had anything presented to me that would uh, constitute me evolving or changing the way that I think. But I'm open to it always. Yeah, I'm just waiting. Once you show me what I need to be seen, and it doesn't take much. It just takes a solid evidence, and I I'll change. Like I've read many books. That's why my thoughts have changed since ten years ago. You know, and and it's gonna change some more in the next ten years. It's yeah. just the way this. The, that's the way you should be. You should always be evolving and changing and growing and asking questions and and doubting and wondering. When you settle, this is the definitive answer. Um, you better be an omniscient being because. Yeah, anyone that settles, figured you figured it all out, haven't you? Yeah, like I, I, I just well, I some can't of these religions where like they've they've like over and over again get proven wrong, and they're like, ah, that's one one mistake. They still know everything. Yeah, well, they don't because they didn't know that. But anyways, let's get back yep. to mom's week. We can yep. go down that rabbit hole further, but yep, uh, we'll have to do an episode on religion, but it'll probably be a while. It's yeah. probably going to be a while before we do that. That's, we'll do that's, an and on that it. is the most you guys will get out of me on religion out of this show f- until we do that episode. We, I, 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 I we'll really do an episode tr- of masturbation. We'll, we'll be good. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Actually. Yeah. Um, I know you're joking, but actually that's not the worst idea. I think that'd be uh, a good way to shed some light on things. At the start of the 1950s, a man named ache Norton, achy Norton, uh, ache, 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 Norton, yeah, AK. Okay. He created or, a cotton bag with a wooden frame that could be held higher on the back and carried through long hikes in the mountains. Later, he started a company named uh, Fjoraven. Fjoraven. I, I think he's. I think he's Nordic. Um, well, for, sure, for sure, he's Nordic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ak Norden. Yeah. <laughs> Fjoraven, because like uh, the J's are pronounced as Y's. That's all I know about the Nordic language. Uh, <laughs> which still sells 
trendy bags like the one pictured here today. Uh, so speaking of that, uh, I, I work in a shop and they and and one of my mechanics has a very short handled twenty pound hammer, like like freaking Thor's hammer. They call it Thor. And I'm like, and like, I don't say anything because it's one of my, it's my favorite guy to, to work for, my favorite journeyman to work for. His name's Art. Love him. Great old dude. Grumpy old man. He'll yell at you in a heartbeat, but he also knows his shit and he likes his shit done right. And that's why I like working with him. Um, and he has no problem teaching you as long as you're willing to listen and learn. Yeah. Um, if you don't listen, then he's going to say, go fuck yourself. But if you listen and learn, even if you don't get it right the first time, he doesn't, he'll, he'll work with you. Um, so uh, he calls it Thor, but it always bothers me. I'm like, you're near. <laughs> it's yeah. Mjolnir. <laughs> they call the hammer Thor, not Mjolnir. Yeah, it drives me crazy. They, but they don't even go with the Darcy version of Mjolnir. Mjolnir. I would accept that. No, they don't. They don't. They don't Mjolnir. give a shit, Justin. They don't give a shit about your your preferences. They're mechanics. That's true. Well, I mean, they're just miners. They're old grumpy old men. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but even like the younger guys, they don't give a shit. It's, it's mechanics mindset. They don't give a shit. It's minor mindset. There's yeah. a lot of them out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of the people in the blasting. Does, yeah. That's them. Is does it work? Can I fix it? Can I get the job done with it? Okay. Yeah, what are we talking about here? Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. yeah that's 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 mechanics mindset. Yeah. Like, can we fix it? If we can't fix it, then fuck, how do we fix it? Like, it's always it's always uh, deductive reasoning. How do I fix it? Uh, uh, problem solving. Like, that's how their brains work. Right. It's fixed. It's not going to be broken again. It's working right. Yeah. Oh, well, it'll be broken again, but they'll worry about it on the next shift. I get something like that sometimes that... Sometimes you get that too. You don't get that too much, but there's some mechanics that work like that. Sometimes it's like, well, let's let it run for now. It'll run for now. The part's not here. It'll run. When the part gets here, it'll be back in the shop anyways, yeah. and we'll fix it then. Yeah, we do that out there in the Which is okay. Crew, where it's like, does this work? It fits inside their policies. The job's going to get done. What are we doing then? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get back to work or are we going to do there, there is one guy that I would I would absolutely love to get uh uh get on here though. He's just cuz he's hilarious. He has great stories. His name's DJ. <laughs> I know his whole family and I met him like in the shop and I was like Vanderblum and like which ones are you related to? All of them? I was like and I started naming off his family members like, "Yeah, that's my stepbrother, my dad and my brother and sister." And I was like, "Holy shit, dude." <laughs> is he a DJ though? Uh his name's Derek. So he's not a DJ. He's not a DJ. Yeah, uh, but he's a, he's a hell of a mechanic, and he has, like, a ton of cars and, and bikes and all that shit. Like, I drive him crazy, I could tell, but he also likes me. Like, I he likes me, but I do drive him crazy, which it cracks me up. It makes me laugh even more, because I'll make a joke, and, like, some people will laugh, and, like, all he'll right. just be quiet, and then... Mom's meat. <laughs> How are you going to do to me like that, Justin? Mom's meat. How are you going to do me like that? Because now you're just getting on tens of random people. Hey, I am who I am. <laughs> Mom's meats. I'll tell you what I tell you. Okay, talk about I'm Dick and Nina. Nana. I'm not going to talk about Dick and Nana. I'm not talking about Dick and anybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 1952, a husband and wife team named Dick and Nina Kelty. They took backpack designs up a notch. Dick welded a metal frame by hand. Nina sewed on the material. They for This formed a structure that came to be associated with modern backpacks. Uh, she was really working that dick to make him build that metal frame. I wish you would be there. <laughs> uh, Plasti Plastisol Inc. opened a new world of printing on backpacks in 1959 for back to school season. Kids would now carry a bag decorated with their popular characters for the time period alike. Uh, for example, Mickey Mouse, the Flintstones, Bugs Bunny, et cetera, et cetera. How does my little James say Mickey Mouse? The Mickey Mouse. The Mickey Mouse. <laughs> he cracks me up. <laughs> he hasn't said like that in a long time. Yeah. Uh, this is a trend that still exists to this day while modern with modern characters, but they do like it when I do the voice. Well, hey there, Milo. 
<laughs> it's me, Mickey Mouse. Would you like to go to my clubhouse? The shark and he always you. says, yeah. <laughs> He's so like, first, you got to say the magic words. Mesca, Mosca, Mickey Mouse. Like, uh, kids love it. And then I do the, oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they, they do really love it. And like Lexus can do the like Daffy Duck laugh. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm not going to even try. Yep. Better than that. Um, <laughs> this is a trend that still exists with modern characters. So we know that, that people still put their favorite characters on bags, especially like Disney characters. Mm, on a not whole, Maleficent or Ursula or. Nope. Or or the the, the sisters from uh, Beauty and the Beast, Max from uh, the Pocahontas, Sanderson sisters. Yeah, there you go. You're just saying it too fast. I could have think. Rapunzel, the raccoon from Pocahontas. Carl and Ellie, uh, <laughs> uh, Aurora, Ariel, and the prince. Dude, I can't remember his name. Ariel, Snow White, Evil Queen, mm. and up the up house. It's <laughs> or or just Carl and and, and Ellie or Grumpy, uh, Sneezy or or Carl and Ellie, Sleepy. Again. Or, or just the wildlife <laughs> thing from from up. <laughs> okay. Or, or Max from Goofy Movie with his I girlfriend. said Max Roxanne. Max Roxanne. Uh, yeah. The Rapunzel hair. Roxanne. Um, they also have like another Sanders. You're the only one to party all night long. Also a Friends or a, a Dodgers Roxanne. or another Dodgers bag. There's two Dodgers bags and a Friends bag. <laughs> <laughs> There's no characters on the Friends bag. Though. You forgot Miko and then the little little um, hummingbird punk ass grandmother willow ah <laughs> <laughs> he's looking back at the bags trying to be slick and he freaking ran his face into the side of the I didn't run my face I ran my headphones get it right just you dumb bitch um so <laughs> I hate Brandon's a plunger <laughs> he like flustered he's like mother motherfucker, where's my button at <laughs> okay this next year a new streamlined backpack called the Alice made its debut during the Vietnam War. Albert Sheeter says, God damn Vietnam! Vietnam was what happened. Anyways, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> this bag was strong enough to carry heavy items and featured multiple departments, uh, departments, compartments. This uh, would be opened by losing metal straps. So you loosen metal straps and you would get other compartments to this bag. Also in 1960, transparent bags first came into the market in the form of plastic uh, lucite clutches. Lucite? Lucite, I don't know. I think lucite. lucite or lucite. lucite. Today, see-through bags are mandatory at many sporting events and concerts as they provide added security. Yeah, you have to. they have to be a certain height and they have to be see-through. Mm. Um. The Greg Lowe created the first internal frame. No, not Greg Lowe, the Greg Lowe. In his garage in Colorado in 1967. If you were to like... The Greg Lowe. Never mind. The Greg Lowe. These bags are featured special wheels that are perfect for vacations and business trips. This is a rumored... This is rumored (laughs) to be the first roller backpack ever credited. By the... Greg Low. <laughs> hey, is it Low or Low? I think it's Low. It's spelled like uh, Rob Low. So here, here's the thing: is the Tampa Bay Rays? Mm. They have two players with their last name spelled like that. One is Brandon Low, and then they have um, oh, what's his first name? Something Low. Well, it's Brandon Low for sure. Is the right no, way of saying they it. They have it. They have one no, pronounced no, no, no. Low, one pronounced Low. No, no, no. Brandon Low is the only way to pronounce it. No, it's Rob Low, Brandon Low. That's enough for me. I think it, it's one of those where it depends like where you're from. 
And how your family just if decided. If you're from the area day. of the dumb bitches, then yes. Well, and your family decided, you know what? We're going to be called Laos now for moving forward. And then their whole family's known well, as Well, I think they're lousy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking real low of them. <laughs> A college student named Skip Yao. Yoel. Yoel. It's Yao. In... 1967 as well started at a Jansport with his cousins in Seattle, Washington. I like Jansport. That's my first. The backpack was originally designed for mountain climbing, but soon found their way to university bookstores. That's where I got mine. I had one for today. They are one of the best selling backpack brands in in the tile of the world. I I, I like my Jansport. It's getting old, but I like off to the eighties. A Harvard law student suggest sent a suggestion to LL Bean. Mr. Bean, to start selling bags to carry heavy books. It could be a woman. I don't know. Um, they happily obliged with book pack, which found its way shortly after to Harvard's bookstores. You don't, you don't know what L stands for? Ladies Love. Larry Lawrence. Mm, ladies Love Cool James. Got it. Um, I don't, high know, school I don't students, know if it's Larry Lawrence. Either. Ladies Love Cool James. That's actually <clears throat> is L yeah. Cool J. People yeah. that don't know. Yeah. I know. I also I made a joke. I know. Mm, okay. High school no, students <laughs> in Steve Mann in 81 fused technology. No, this is the first, the second time, third time you've actually interrupted me during this episode. Rudely and un- un- unneeded. It's made me feel like shit. For that everybody. one was unneeded. The other one was needed. Mm, your pants. Into a wearable comp computer. Uh, the computer <laughs> computer also known as ITAP was wired into the bag and ran to the head mounted display. At the end of the 80s, a paramedic named Michael Edison, not, I don't think is related to Thomas Edison, but could be, but actually not a piece of crap because you'll like this one, wanted a way to carry water during the 100-mile bike ride through Texas. This would be the birth of the first Camelback, B-A-K-C-A-M-E-L-B-A-K, hydration pack. Nice. Thank you, Michael Edison. B-WAP, not to be confused Mm, with Betty WAP. That's a WAP. (laughs) Not confused, be confused with WAP, the song made. <laughs> or Fetty WAP. Yeah, I went Fetty WAP first. Yeah. This is B WAP, Fetty WAP. And I was thinking of WAP because you want of, some wet ass pasta? I think of WAP way too. Wet ass penis. Um, yeah. Started by <laughs> Lauren Hill, no, Lauren Cross and Jalen Curtis. White ass penis. Is, <laughs> is dedicated just, to making backpacks with a purpose. <laughs> Your face was enough for me. <laughs> Him, so that's what you told your boyfriend. Um, they created their very first bag for children in need in Oklahoma City. So they 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 did their they did their thing. They did some charitable shit. Fashion in the late two thousand ah the no. mid two thousands the military introduced a Molly bag M O L L I E obviously an acronym because it's the military also known as a modular lightweight load carrying equipment. It was standard supply for troops during the Iraq war, featuring durable nylon straps for max comfort. Nice. In the late 2000s, fashion backpacks became a trendy way to carry daily essentials. You can now find bags in leather, can- leather, canvas, and various of other materials. Some are even designed by major fashion brands like Gucci or Prada. Also, backpacks started to be more functional. For example, these bags are designed for photographers and photographers, yep, uh, <laughs> photographers, and have multiple <laughs> compartments for max storage. A little <clears throat> holding case comes out of the d- d- of the dies, perfect for strong or perfect for storing cameras. While the straps 
on the back can carry the stand. Nice. Fast forward to 2018. Jefferson County Public Schools supplied digital backpacks to the, all their students. The idea behind these bags were to make it easier for parents and teachers to take uh, track progress. The digital backpack uh, essentially is built to hold tablets, laptops, phones, store uh, store cord, charge cords, and a charge pack, that sort of thing. And I would go on to 2020, 2019, 2020, 2021, but they kind of taken a hit because of online schooling. So Jefferson County, where is that at? Um, a place in the United States, Justin, obviously. Jefferson County. Are you looking it up? Totally not looking <laughs> it up right now. Jefferson County. Totally. In Colorado? Is that one? Totally done. What is the purpose of those digital backpacks? That's so that way kids are more tech, tech, tech heavy. Mm. Oh, they're built specifically just for the tech. It sounds like it's in Colorado. Yeah, it's probably Colorado because it's very Californian. Um. <laughs> Are we ready to get out of this? Figure that shit out. So it's Kentucky, not Colorado. Mm -hmm. And they talk. They have a whole article on it. Yeah. I'm not going to read it. Hey, Miskin. Okay. Doing here in Kentucky. Okay. Porking your sister by you. <laughs> Waiting for my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. That's freaking, uh, gosh dang it, dude. I forget uh, the comedics. Yeah. Comedics? The, like beef with photographers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget the comedian's name. Um, uh, Reynaldo, um, oh man. Sanchez, yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't think it's Sanchez though. It's, not. it's Ronaldo's in it though. It's Ronaldo. Um, what's that? What's the footballer's name? I have no idea. Ronaldo. Ronaldinho. Messi. Messi. No, Cristiano Ronaldo. It's Cristiano Ronaldo. Like yeah, the Messi's one, a different the guy. most famous footballers. It is. Anyways, we're tired. We're both very tired. Oh, uh, playing right now. The two the two most footballers that's playing right now. Lionel Messi and yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, the most current most, most the best players in the league right now yeah. today. Yes, Ronaldo is kind of like a Jamie Tart, like super talented young, but very arrogant. And then he kind of grew up and became a much better. He's like a Jamie. He's like a little Jamie. Okay. I think that I think that I that'd be my guess is that Jamie is modeled after him, but like obviously more of like a goofier version. Yeah. I hope they, they continue to, to shine on Jamie Starr later. Maybe in the background, not as far as like him being the star of the show, but of him just becoming a I think monster on the pitch. I, I think they she should become like a true star, not like a self-centered one. Yeah. Like a true all-around, he can do anything. Like yeah. like uh, like a Roy Kent, or yeah, like a Roy Kent when he was young. Well, he's better. he has a chance to be better than Roy Kent. And I, that's what I, it's part yeah. of what pisses Roy off is that he's wasting it. Yeah. All right, Brandon, to see if you can FTSOB, USOB. Okay. Okay. Fact numero one. That's one for you guys that don't speak weird French. <laughs> it is it is estimated that between 0.5 to 1% of all check-in bags fail to make it to their owner at arrival. Fact number two, 80 to 90% of those bags are found within 24 hours. Fact number three, 14% of mishandled luggage simply fails to just get loaded. Fact number four, 70% of luggage that is lost is considered lightweight. 
which means weighing less than 10 pounds. Um, I'm going to say the lightweight one. The lightweight one, that's your final answer? Mm-hmm. You got it right. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> it just seemed a little too fishy. Why? Because how, like, uh, I, I figured it wouldn't really matter the weight. I don't think it'd make a difference. What do you mean? You said it was a, uh, most of the ones that get lost are lightweight, yeah? 70% of luggage that is con- that is lost is considered lightweight. Yeah, I just thought it was like, I, didn't, I don't think the weight matters. Yeah. I don't know if it does or not. Yeah, that's why I said. That's why I said. I'll that's not it. bad for making it up. Like, it's pretty bad. On I figured the spot. it out. I, I pick it out right away. You thought about it for like a second. <laughs> Ever for just for just thinking it off the top of my head. Trash. While we were while I was reading the other two. Trash. Whatever. <laughs> Bullshit. You do it next time. You can't. Think I did of, it last time. You have to think of no. You have to think of your fake fact on the spot. I can't. My brain doesn't work like that. Come on. <laughs> It'll be something ridiculous. It'll be way too ridiculous. I'll be like, and you'll be like, yeah, it's that one, obviously. I'll be like, no. Brandon's a plunger. <laughs> You're a plunger, Alexis. <laughs> tell Ooh, you right now, Alexis. I'm gonna tell her right now. I'm gonna mm-hmm. call her on the phone. Mm-hmm. Brandon's a plunger. Mm-hmm. Gosh, she has a sexy voice, though. I can't help myself. <laughs> Oh. I'm dude. I'm getting so tired. I am tired. I just worked my four days, but we. I told Coop because we're. He's like. He's like. You gonna work? And I was like, Coop, I gotta go make this episode for you. I gotta go make magic on the mic for you. And Brandon will, I guess, be there as well. But I gotta do that for you. Coop. I brought all the magic, Justin. You just brought you. Which is all the magic. Mm, nope, because I just said I brought all the magic. No, you didn't so bring I, me, so you lied. Well, I, no, I, you brought you, and that's... All the magic. It's no magic whatsoever. It's all the magic. I brought all the magic, and you brought you. I, which is all the magic, implying and you didn't bring me, so you lied. So you came with no magic. That's what I'm implying. Oh, I come with magic. I'm sure you go to magic stores, and you have ga- orgasms just in like an everyday weirdo, but... On this particular show. Where do you find a magic store? I said show, but magic store. Sure, Justin. Where do you find a magic show? Just digging that hole deeper, aren't you? What? (laughs) I bring the magic with me. You lied. I didn't lie about anything. Yeah. You said you brought the magic and you didn't. I drove myself home from work. And I'm home. Nope. And so, I mean, I obviously I bring all the magic. Nope. Like, you brought yourself? And the magic. All of it. No. Which is bleh. No, I I, I brought the magic with me. No. I got the magic in me. Mm. I've never been inside of you, so that can't be the case. <laughs> Brandon's a plunger. Uh, All right, guys. Uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe and leave a written review on Apple Podcast. Um, yeah, go ahead and uh, share us with everyone. You want to hear, you want to make sure they all hear this content. <laughs> um, Y'all welcome. Um, Y'all welcome. <laughs> We get know to reach us. If you terms? don't remember, it's okay. Justin's going to write them in the episode description because yeah. he does all that. Just remember, at How Did We Pod, TikTok, Instagram, at Just A Reyes, at Brandon Bro. 94. 94. That's what I said. You follow those three stars and it will lead you where you need to be. You just said put three stars on our show, Justin. We want five stars. He said what he said, I guess. <laughs> 
just he's just he's putting up face signs and waving them around like that's gonna solve all his problems. No magic. No magic at all. Magic. Magic. It's pathetic, isn't it? Follow those three stars. We gone. All right, bye.